Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hello and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily. And I'm Christy. We're just two gals in our 20s trying to live our best type 1 diabetic lives. Every week we tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we offer tips, we are not medical professionals, but we also offer plenty of anecdotes and general thoughts about how to embrace the type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not always easy to do through all of the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals. Emily here. And Christy. Welcome back to another week. You made it. Mazel. <laughs> Happy almost Halloween weekend. We're getting yeah. we're getting very excited for Halloween. It's a time to celebrate and be in a fun costume. Uh, especially the fun costumes. We don't know if you can tell by the name of this episode, but this week is the Halloween special and damn, we are pumped. God, I used to every love time Halloween I say pumped, specials yeah. as a kid. Oh my god, like Halloween episodes of The Simpsons. I used to live for oh, like that. the Rugrats. That was my I ish. lived for it. Oh, still thinking about Rugrats uh, Hanukkah Christmas situation. Anyways, moving on. That's for a December episode. But this week we're talking all things candy, all things game plan, how to prepare, what to think, what to not necessarily wear, but like if you have a pump and you want to put it somewhere, maybe it's great to think of a few few things we're just you know rolling with the punches here and she hates me so much no no just hollow weekend really is a it's a social commitment but it's also kind of a physical commitment because if you are 21 plus you're preparing for multiple nights in a row of partying and drinking and whether you're 20 plus 21 plus or not i swear there is candy everywhere around Halloween. It follows you. It's in the office. It's in class because those blessed teachers, and I mean, I'm not saying this in a sarcastic way, like bless you, Professor Masters in college at Boston University, sophomore year, putting some candy into my little cubby because we had cubbies. We had like mailroom situations and she would put Halloween candy in there. That's very sweet. sweet. Yeah. So it's very much a sugary holiday and it's something that we got to accept and you know it doesn't have to ruin your halloween just because you're diabetic and you're pancreatically challenged like we still love you your friends will still love you if they try to take your candy don't let it happen you can still eat it just space it out here we go we're going to jump right into this are you yeah. ready christy i am okay so you have had a few more halloweens than i have with diabetes what has been your ta- hot takes takeaways Um, like you said, spacing things out, but also just having a general game plan. I know Halloween weekend, whether you're in high school or college, it is just a really big thing from one night to the next to hop around between different spots. You have to know about how many different places you're going to. Are you getting a ride? Are you walking? You need to keep these things in mind because that's actually a great time if, you know, you're taking advantage of the free candy situation and you have some of that on you. Like, don't have that when you're stable, sitting at, like, some place that you're going to be for a couple hours. Have that maybe before you walk to the next place so it kind of evens out so you're not hit with unexpected exercise. But at the same time, you're not letting yourself, like, spike That's for the night. That's a trick. Get it? Trick or treat. But I'm Who are you, me? Um, yeah, I know. Roll reversal. It's Halloween. I am came as you. But... 
Whoa. Well done. That, oh, you you oh, played that off nicely. Sizzle. Anyways, um, I since I was diagnosed at 20 years old. Wow, I forgot for a hot second how old I was. I was going to say, this is like a big thing in our lives. I know. Like, this is like the moment the earth shook. This is, I was shook. I still am shook. Hashtag diabetes. this. But... I was in college, obviously, and go back to go back and listen to season one, episode one, how we were diagnosed. It is talk about being shook. Christy's episode still has me shook. I got to stop saying that word. I'm sorry. (laughs) But it was earth shattering for me to listen to that. Um, It's definitely a reality check and a bit of an awakening, so to speak. So I definitely recommend going back and listening to that first episode. But we're talking about Halloween because it is our Halloween special. So I was diagnosed um, in between my sophomore and junior year of college. And my so that's that was the summer right before my junior year of college. And I oh, wait, no. That I'm getting very confused. Whenever I was diagnosed, it was before Halloween. It was like five months before Halloween because I was diagnosed in May. This is really showing my horrible math skills. It was like seven months before Halloween. Moving forward. I hate myself. <laughs> oh my God, I can't do math. But um, I remember my first Halloween with this, uh, with this disease and it was a struggle and a half, but I was also drinking. Um, and yes, I won't just, okay. Now, now I, people know I was underage drinking. It's too now late. I'm uncomfortable. It's, it's too been, late. It's out there. I'm, I'm 23 now. Everything's legal. But God, I am crashing and burning, much like people do after having too much sugar on Halloween. Way to bring the theme back, though. This is abysmal. I apologize, fans. But basically what I'm trying to say is I was drinking a lot and eating a lot of sugar, and it was just a scary situation, and I would not recommend. Um, I, I I wouldn't say I was drinking a lot, but alcohol does lower your blood sugar unless you're drinking like a million frozen margaritas. So as all of you know, we've had quite a few episodes on drinking with diabetes, and that's definitely something that we want to continue to cover and talk about because that is such a big component for so many people in their college years and being lovely, pancreatically challenged princesses that we are. We like to clink our champagne from time to time, and there's nothing wrong with dropping a milky way in there. I love champagne. Champs. Champs is great. But so I never really had the full experience of walking door to door, um, asking yeah, for unfor- candy as a diabetic. neither do I. We were yeah, because we were later. too old. But um, we've been told stories, and we do know from experience that exercise always brings our blood sugar down. Maybe not always, because you know people do have those adrenaline spikes. But like Christy was saying, it's a great time to start snacking on some of that candy, um, especially if you're walking. I know my hometown. I swear, I think we walked like we would walk like three miles because everything's so spaced out in Jacksonville, and we'd just walk in circles and all the cul-de-sacs and hit up all the houses with our pillowcases full of candy. And even as a kid, my parents made sure that we spaced out our candy. Like they didn't intake. want us to, yeah, yeah, intake. Um, they didn't want us to go overboard. And <laughs> looking back, oh how smart they were. Um, I should think but, though, if you are with like a wee one um, who is type one and trick or treating, I think your best shot there would probably to be like let them eat the smaller things like Skittles and M and M's because I think going for a whole like big candy bar while it's exciting, I think it's so much more satisfying to be like oh here have this little like handful with like a couple of treats so they feel like it's more rather than being like all right you can have one bite of this candy bar and then give it right back. 
That, see, I, I think about it a little bit differently because the way your body breaks down the types of sugar is a big thing. So a chocolate bar is going to be broken down differently and have caused a bit less of an immediate spike than, you know, a pixie stick. Mm -hmm. So if you're, unless you're running from door to door, like going ham with your kids or your little ones, or if you're a teenager and you're out there roaming the streets Athletic or drinking families or whatever. get to trick or treat too. Oh my God. Maybe they all go as like marathon runners. Who knows? No. But maybe not. Whatever. Let me have that one. But it, it's just something that's very important to factor in when you're talking about candy. So if you're going to sit there and have like a whole bunch of milk duds, that might be a little bit better as far as immediate spikes go to bolus to use your your insulin injection or put into your pump. Then, you know, you might see see a better curve than you would with a handful of Skittles um, or Pixie Sticks or really like anything that's pure sugar like that. Oh, Swedish fish. Do people give out Swedish fish? I love Swedish fish, but I can honestly say I don't think I've ever been given Swedish fish trick-or-treating. I feel like this episode is just going to turn into a list of my favorite candies. It could possibly. But case in point, um, I think pacing yourself and, you know, think about if you want to deal with an immediate spike or not. Because for some people that are not having a long night... Sometimes letting yourself run a little bit high towards the beginning and walking it off later works. But if you're going from one event to the other, you need to be checking more often because that activity could be bringing you down. But also if you're going a little bit like crazy with the candy and whatnot, that can be bringing you up. And I know personally my alcohol trend, I tend to spike when I'm actually drinking and like before I go to bed, but I drop a lot overnight so try to get a feel for what your overnight trends are before Halloween weekend like just think about think about where you've been at for the last week because you know trends also change all the time so think about where you've been at for the last week have you been running a little high overnight dropping overnight because you want to set yourself up for the most success that you can have because Halloween is supposed to be fun and the one thing that I can guarantee you I don't know what everyone's trends are that are listening but the one thing I can absolutely promise you is that you will not see numbers you want if you like party too hard whether that be eating whether that be drinking however you consider like Halloween ing (laughs) it's if you go overboard yes it is so much fun to do as a kid when you like don't have to think about anything and you know if you get a tummy ache from too many skittles like that's worst case scenario you are just going to feel so awful if you have a horrible low and you need to drink juice on top of whatever is in your stomach. It's just, it is not a good feeling. And I have certainly been there where I've been very full, but I overbolus because I was not accounting for the alcohol I was drinking. Right. And then I had to drink juice and get my blood sugar back up when I certainly did not want anything else more in my stomach. And this is a very popular weekend for that. You're probably going to yeah. be drinking and eating sweet things, whether it's a cocktail or, you know, a bag a of Skittles. Cookie. Yeah. Holy yeah. People love, like, baking treats, which is a ton, of, a ton of fun. It doesn't mean you can't do it. But, you know, don't guess, like, oh, I checked my blood sugar an hour ago and it was this. If you've had something else to eat or drink or you've been walking on the in-between, you know. It might be a pain, but for pen users out there, check again, you know, because sometimes things, like Emily said, um, digest differently. 
So if you had candy an hour ago and you're like, oh, that's okay. Like I ate that candy and I'm only like 150. I'm good. And then you want to have a bite of something else. An hour later, that could have, you know, finally kicked in a bit and you might be a little higher. If you were exercising, it might be a little lower. It's just really worth taking the extra check, you know, just have it's more strength with taking you. the extra check. Yeah. Um, also speaking of like Halloween and co- like, you know, costumes and what you're going to be. And I am starting to get more comfortable with letting my pump fly free or my CGM fly free. But there are things out there that are made specifically for diabetics to help hide. I don't want to say hide, maybe conceal. I don't know. If your Halloween character wouldn't have an insulin pump and you are really, and you really want to be in theme, we're not going to step in the way of that. Maybe you really want to be Rose Dawson from Titanic. She wasn't diabetic. (laughs) Not only was she not diabetic, they didn't have insulin pumps back then. And if they did, they were the kind that you wore on your back, like a backpack because they were huge and it was like 19, whatever. So I'm really bad with timing, but we know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Case in point. But there are things out there like speed belt, um, which, you know, these aren't necessarily things that I've tried and I can't really speak to, but I know a lot of fellow diabetics in the community, they're out there and they, they hold your, it's like a fanny pack, if you will, but like skinnier and trendier and you can wear under your dress or whatever. And they have, you know, different type of, there's a special, I forgot the name of the company, but they they make garters that are, that hold your insulin pump, like against your leg and you can put candy in there and stuff like that. And it's like really good way to hold stuff without having to bring a big bag with you, especially if, you know, again, that's not your character, but you need all your supplies because it is going to be, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Basically Halloween is hollow weekend, hollow week, whatever. Hollow weekend is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. You never know if you're going to end up hitting up a few parties, a few get togethers, a few bars with friends, or if you're going to be like me and eat some candy corn while sitting on your couch and watching Hocus Pocus because no regrets or, you know, maybe not candy corn. I don't know. I love candy, but candy corn. I like candy corn a lot. I like candy corn, but now I'm, I've really gotten to this phase where it's like I, I pick and choose my candy as far as Halloween goes. That, and you should do that, especially yeah. like we should. Um, if it's not worth. If it's not worth the bolus, the, the bolus, insulin, then I don't really eat it. And for me, that's anything chocolate like I will eat and anything like candy corn, pixie sticks, um, I love Swedish fish, so I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I would have one or two Swedish Yeah, fish. I think... Sour Patch Kids are this good, is, too. This is going to sound insane, but it's just the truth. Candy, it's not that I don't like it. I'm human. But for whatever reason, candy doesn't really tempt me the way that, like, a Halloween cookie would. In the oh, moment, if I'm going to bowl us on the spot at a Halloween party or event, it's going to be for a baked good. Stuff like candy, I enjoy... But I can put that in my bag and enjoy it on my own time. I like to bolus for stuff on the spot that I know I'm not going to have easy access to. Like, the world is not going to run out of Milky Ways anytime soon. So as much as I enjoy them, you know, if I want to have a Halloween Milky Way bar, like several mini ones, I can do that on my couch, bolus perfectly for them, and, like, relax and enjoy. I'm going to go for that cookie. I'm going to bolus for the cookie. Right. Or, you know, not take something for the cookie if I know that I'm, you know, about to walk a mile to the next gathering. Right. I mean, there's just so many fun things about Halloween, like... Even Halloween cocktails, to be honest. I love Halloween cocktails. I love anything pumpkin. You know that they're going to be sweet, though. 
that's just, it's just something to bear in mind. If someone mentions something along the lines of like, oh, this is our Halloween punch or something. Anything that has punch, especially something that is supposed to be thematic and like orange, it's probably like orange soda and just very sugary. Doesn't mean you can't have some, but like really just mind mind the fact that it is certainly not low carb, low sugar, low cal. Like just know that up front. Yeah. This is, you know, one of those holidays that's probably really good to just embrace the idea that nothing's going to be perfect. Um, not only I think that idea should be embraced in all aspects of life, despite the holiday, any time of day, I'm like, you know what? I'm not perfect. It's okay that I feel this way or I'm thinking this or whatever, because I'm so type A and I get like very down on myself when things are not going great. And with diabetes, that's like few and far between. So that's been one of my biggest struggles with coping with the disease and Honestly, Halloween is such a fun activity. Like, you get to it dress is. up. Enjoy you get it. to be a non-diabetic in, in your costume. You get to be whatever you want. But that doesn't mean that you don't still have the disease. So make sure that you're responsible, that you're checking your numbers, that you're Costume-wise, be whoever you want to be. But just remember, remember st- it's still your body in this it's costume. It's still your body. Don't go overboard with the candy. Don't end up in DKA. Um, don't, you know, just be careful. Be safe. Uh, that's, I think, our resounding message. But have fun. Like, it's okay if you're running at 300 for, like, an hour or two. Whatever, you know? Enjoy that candy. Just make sure you bolus for it. Yeah, and, and for the love of God, this is a life rule. It's something that I preach to my friends, diabetic or not. Drink the water. I don't care. Water. I don't care if you stick your head under the faucet. You drink that water. You find a way. Go to the bathroom and, like, scoop it into your mouth with your hands. Desperate times. I mean, maybe go to the kitchen and just, like, grab a solo yeah. cup and go to the sink like a non-ravenous animal but I mean you do you but if you're going if you're hitting up the bars then like don't bring a water bottle obviously because they would never really let you in yeah. the water bottle but, but no, no one's gonna say no if you ask for tap water fact yeah, no one's gonna say no if you ask for water at a bar but if you're you know Halloween is a really big time for house parties a big time for apartment parties for having the girls over and watching again Hocus Pocus or Halloween Town I love Halloween Town um, I'm about to watch Halloween classics. movies with my roommate as soon as we hop off of this call. See, like the second it. we're done. You're so autumnal. I bought pumpkin so pie halo top today. Oh, amazing. I've been eating it all week. It's really honest. good. It's so it's good. It's really good. I'm planning on making a pumpkin pie cheesecake. I just got a whole bunch of cream cheese and I got pureed pumpkin. I'll let you know how that goes, fam. Check out our Insta stories for that. That sounds um, incredible. Yeah, I we're I really want to do an episode on baking with diabetes. Honestly, like that's, some, that's the stuff that tempts me. If I'm having a sugar spike, honestly, like I can reject a piece of candy. Like no, I, I, I legitimately do episode, don't care. I want to do an episode on diabetic friendly things. Like I've, I've, I, my mom is a chef and I am in no way as capable as she is. She went to the French culinary Institute and like my life's a Probably joke. Like she's a amazing. Things, I mean, she has given me a few tips, but I'm much more of a cooking type of person, and my twin sister is much more of a baker, and my mom is obviously very much both because she got an education in it. I can um, microwave uh, pizza bagels, so that I, is know an exactly art in itself, I know exactly what you're saying. They never That burn, is an art so. in itself. Yep. Um, but what I'm saying is I'm, I want to do an episode on things that, you know, like I found that don't make me spike or that are low in carb intake and, you know, that type of thing. So that's definitely something exciting to come. And I think it would be great. If it has to do with pumpkin stuff, while well, pump before everyone's sick of Works it. Works for me. We love autumn. I, autumn yeah, is on, great. I, I know that people consider it hashtag basic to embrace the pumpkin. I I don't give a shit. I love it. I think it tastes great. Good. You do you. I bought pumpkin spice cliff bars today. Sue me. 
knobs. So jealous. What can I say? Um, so yes, uh, case in point, have all the pumpkin things you want while doing Halloween activities. Pumpkin, I mean, I'm sure the way I've been consuming pumpkin is not like the greatest for you, but you know, there are health <laughs> things, healthy vitamins well, and pumpkin. Pumpkins aside, back to candy. One really good thing about candy bars, I will say, and you know, the packaged candy is that they have nutritional value on the back. There's a specific amount of sugar for most things that tells you that's this is the one holiday where it's not like oh my mother's pecan pie like praying that's true but that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying if i want candy i would rather do it on my own time when i'm like in for the night watching a halloween movie and i want to be exact with like my carb count i'm like you know what this is a night when i can be on top of things so i'm gonna um but i still want my like darn halloween treat and i'm gonna have it i think for me that's the time when I'll sit down. I mean, for me, I, I like candy bars. Like, I'm not a monster, but I, my family is so into M&M's. Like, if I'm sitting there with my bag of M&M's, I can look at exactly what I'm about to eat, bolus for it, like, knowing exactly the carb count. Um, and that's how I would rather do something like that to avoid the spike. For me, the guesswork really comes with, like, eating the, cookies the Halloween, the, the the Halloween cookies goods. that have, like, you know, candy maybe candy sprinkled on, on top. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a diabetic nightmare, but also a dream. Um, it's it's a holiday to take with a grain of salt or a pinch of sugar, if you will. But I will. It's definitely something that doesn't mean that you can't have fun and you can't, you know, wear that costume, rocking your Dexcom or your Omnipod or T Slim or whatever it is that you have. And if you're a little bit on the shy side about it, there's definitely a million things that you can do to to make sure that you have all of your supplies and everything that goes with your costume. It doesn't yeah, mean actually, you can't have fun. If any of our listeners come up with great ways to either incorporate or you know put their pumps in disguise along with them for halloween please send them to us because i would ask i would love to see them if we're allowed to share them on like our facebook or something let us know but i I would even just love to see them i mean we'd love to share them but i definitely want to see them i don't even have a pump but i just think that's the coolest thing that people maybe this will be something that'll help convert christy who knows but she hates me okay i'll I'll give it up but (laughs) email us at pancreaspals123 at gmail.com we want to see those pictures this is you know something that we're still we're we're still learning like this is maybe we'll copy you maybe we'll give you a sh- well we'll yeah. definitely give you a shout out if, if you for anything us. else for our halloween like episode next year like if we see successful ideas we would love to pass them on so you know yeah. help out the community folks yeah who knows maybe this will be like season five or season four you'll come up and i'll be like oh my god remember when two seasons ago exactly it was beautiful but Give us a shout out. Follow us at pancreas underscore pals on Instagram. Um, If you want to slide into our DMs, we're more than happy. You'll probably get a tag team response where one of us will answer and then someone else will be like, oh, my God, hi, I love you, and answer (laughs) too. Um, Same thing goes for our email, uh, which I said, but I'll say again, is pancreaspals123 at Gmail. And our Facebook, which is pancreaspalspp, be sure to go follow. You can message us. You can post on our wall in there. You can send us all the things you want to know, learn, any ideas for future episodes, and especially if anything that has to do with fall, anyone that you want us to interview to talk to we still have some really exciting people coming up this season so i know we're already i think this is episode eight um but we're already you know we're still we still got a few quite a few more to go we're just a little over halfway with our season and we're pumped 
No pun intended. No pun intended at this point. I've, I've accepted it. We are so <laughs> excited to share more fun-filled, pancreatically challenged, and pancreatically capable for those listening who have a working pancreas and are just amazing supporters. So thank you so much for listening, guys. You're the best. Happy Halloween. Stay safe, kids. Bye. Be merry. Bye.